Now, before I get disrespectful, NBA is starting tomorrow. This is Monday. Tuesday, Civil War starts. Lakers versus Clippers. But I got to get back to the best league going. The best thing smoking right now is the NFL. Uh, just want to point out a few things. Everything is coming west. Everything is coming west from the NFL to the NBA. Jalen Ramsey just came west. He just came west. Um, not only that, the Rams sent Marcus Peters to Baltimore. He had a pick six, his first game over there in Baltimore. Ramsey back is not hurting anymore, and he caused a force a force fumble and had four tackles. He made it pretty hard on. Um, he made it pretty difficult for Julio. He did. He did. But at the same time, Atlanta is just that bad. They're trash. You know what I'm saying? Thirty-seven to ten. I'm not. You're not getting the pat on the back because the Rams is not even. They're not even dangerous as they were last year. A lot of people got a lot of questions about this goddamn Rams team. They also questioned the picks, the amount of picks they sent to the Jaguars. But at the same time, I understand both sides. You did you did give up a lot. But you're also, this is the pressure of Los Angeles. This is what a lot of people, a lot of fans, to a lot of other teams that probably have a few championships or probably have no championships. They don't understand the pressure of the lights of L.A. And it's different from New York because New York don't have shit except for the Yankees. So other than that, all this whining and bitching about their franchises. I mean, the Giants, they haven't been good for a while. The Jets, they haven't. Oh, my God, they're god awful. You know, uh, hockey, I don't really know too much about hockey. Baseball, they got that. But the Yankees just lost um, to Houston. You know, outside of that, the Knicks is trash. Brooklyn is on the come up. Uh, but they don't have any, they don't have much to bitch about. New Yorkers just bitch in general. That's what just that's just what they do. You know, they don't have anything to stand on, but they they're gonna go ahead and bitch. So that's what they do. That's cool. That's what they do. But out here, we have a reason to bitch. Because there is a lot of titles floating around. And we need to get back to what we're, you know, we're we're accustomed to. Now don't get me wrong, LA is happy to have two football teams. They're not they're not exactly happy about having certain teams because the Chargers can take their ass back to San Diego and we probably would cheer for that. Uh, but as far as the Rams, I will, I will not lie because of how uh, USC has been down for a long time. That was definitely, that was probably our pro team when we didn't have any pro teams. Um, by them being down, UCLA has, you know, they've been mediocre or worse in football. Basketball, we've been up and down. USC has never been good in basketball. But the level of um, the level of respect has been there because, like I said, USC has carried us as far as college football. US, UCLA has carried us as far as, as far as college basketball. And they have, they have produced a lot of pros. But we also are a championship town. My last episode, I had to dog the Dodgers because they've been going to the World Series every fucking day and haven't been getting the fucking job done or on their way to the World Series and haven't been getting the job done. So the Rams went to the Super Bowl. They, and I wouldn't even say they had expectations, but because you have had a taste of that, you've had a taste of that. Um, you got to get the job done. You have to get the job done. 
by you sending that many picks for Jalen Ramsey shows that that window was closing. Now, I'm not fully against it because Jalen Ramsey is an all-pro DB, but at the same time, that's a lot of bread that you send into one player on the defense. When your best player is on the D-line, I feel like the quarterback needs to be paid, the offensive line needs to be paid, and definitely the defensive line needs to be paid. If not, not the whole D-line, but the defensive player. That offensive line, two to three cats got to be getting paid on that O-line. And your quarterback definitely got to get paid if he's being protected and making the throws. Uh, if he's putting up over 35 touchdowns, less than, less than 10 interceptions, I, I'm, well, I would say roughly under 13. Uh, throwing uh, 4,000 to 4,500 yards a seat, you have to pay him. You have to pay him. Um, so sending all those picks to the, to the Jaguars for Jalen Ramsey, it was a gamble. But at the same time, I see their window closing. I don't know how they're going to fix it. I don't know how. But they're trying to, they're trying to save their season by going after our all-pro DB uh, to help out with uh, Aaron Donald. And I, I guess they're going to get it together. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what it, how it goes from here. Like I said, Jalen Ramsey made a splash. His first debut as a L.A. Uh, Ram. And Marcus Peter made his splash as a Baltimore Raven. You know, so that was dope. Now, I did want to highlight, before I get to the NBA, I wanted to highlight these three black quarterbacks. Four, kind of, although I highlighted one of the quarterbacks last week. But these two, these first two, Come from the same college. Shout out to LJ, the bucket hat king down there in Louisville. They had two, count them, two quarterbacks, two black quarterbacks come into the league. Teddy Bridgewater started out as a, um, you know, he he had a he had the key to a franchise, but was injured. You know what I'm saying? And wasn't even during the season. Uh, well, I mean, it was it was actually during you know practice. I think he got he got hurt. Became a backup quarterback. Um. Ended up with the Saints. And let me tell you, I counted the Saints out. I Shout out to the fucking Saints in general. You know, um, not just fantasy-wise, but in real life. Like, them niggas is doing it. And they did it against, they've been doing it. And they one of the hardest matchups, which a lot of players had Teddy Bridgewater on the bench for fantasy, was against these Bears because they just knew the Bears coming off of a bye week was going to tear their ass up. And you know what? Total opposite. Total opposite. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. What, what, did they come off of a bye? Uh, yeah, the Bears did come off of, off of a bye. Uh, rested, and you already know. Like I said, this has been my argument since we traded Khalil Mack. I think Khalil Mack is going to be a Hall of Famer. And again, they keep asking, well, why would you trade a Hall of Famer? It's because there's a such thing as wasting the player's time. <laughs> wasting his career. Now, he did go from uh, a trash defense to a top-five defense, but he also went from a solid offense to a trash offense. So when that defense got to stay on the field, now, fantasy-wise, fantasy Chicago was gold. I'm talking about golden. And what I mean by that is they're going to make plays, they're going to score on defense, but they're going to give up a lot of ass too. So in real life, that's no bueno. You know what I'm saying? Because they gave up 36 points and they scored 25, which is surprising to me. But they scored what? Well, one of the, one of the touchdowns came off of a kickoff return, if I'm not mistaken, because I got points for that. That counts as defense as well, which is weird. But whatever. Special team defense go together. Um, but yeah, they let Teddy Bridge throw for 281 and two touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
And he was only sacked one time. One goddamn time. One goddamn time he got sacked. That's not what I expect out of the uh, Chicago Bears defense. I expected them to – the Chicago Bears should be averaging anywhere between two to three sacks a game. Forced fumbles, interceptions, pick six, that's what they do. Uh, Didn't happen this game. Did not happen this game. I was surprised. A lot of people were surprised and shocked. Shout out to Teddy B. They fucking doing it. I think they six and one. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, Shout out to the Saints in general. Lamar Jackson. 143 passing, 116 rushing, one rushing TD. They beat Seattle 30 to 16. Let me tell you something. I was very, I criticized him as soon as he came into the league. Why? Because it wasn't about the strength of his arm, because he could throw that shit out of the park, uh, into the parking lot. Uh, it was his accuracy in the throws that a lot of professionals said that he couldn't make at the time. Well, he's making it happen. To me, football is this. When you have a well-oiled machine like the Patriots, that's cool. That doesn't happen every season. That doesn't happen in a lifetime. You know, it doesn't. Like, that shit is just crazy. Like, the Niners had a well, the, you know, the Niners back in the 80s. Um, uh, the Dallas Cowboys back in the, uh, in the early 90s, early to mid-90s. There's not too many well-oiled um, offensive machines like that. Bro, football to me is just make it, get it done. I don't care if you win three to zero. I don't care if it's a safety. You know what I'm saying? As long as you win the game, as long as that, you you know, you you put more points on the board than the other team, I don't care how it's done. Now, we can sit up there and criticize how the shit is done because of, of higher standards like the Brady's, like the Aaron Rodgers, which I'll get to in a second. But Lamar Jackson out there just getting the fucking job done. With his feet and his arm. And they out there playing for him, you know. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, they, they, they getting it rolling. And then I want to go to another quarterback. He didn't go to Louisville. But this man put up 326 yards, four, four passing touchdowns against a Houston Texans defense, which is not that bad, by the way. Um, but he was also a backup quarterback coming into the season because Andrew Luck decided to turn away from the game. So Jacoby Brissett, man, I got to take my hat off to you. And he is one of the quarterbacks that I want as a backup quarterback. We This is the season for backup quarterbacks. This is the reason why you should have a reliable quarterback. There, there probably hasn't been a season in NFL history where you needed a backup quarterback this bad. I mean, look at what's going on with the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Eli went down. They had the rookie come in. Danny Dimes is doing a solid job. Although they have a shitty offense over there with a shitty old line, he's making it happen somehow. It's not as much as they want, but he's doing better than what they thought. You know, and it's, and it's just, this is it. This is it. You see the Washington Redskins is playing, you know, musical chairs with quarterbacks. You know, if, if Garoppolo, I think the Niners are fool's gold, even though they 6-0. But if uh, porn star Jimmy, <laughs> if he go down, it's another no-namer coming in. You know, and it, and it's like that. It's like that right now. But I got to give it up to jo- Jacoby Brissett, Lamar Jackson, and Teddy Bridgewater. And another thing about Chicago Bears, I said I was going to shred them. I'm going light on them. I'm going light because they are. I have them as a fantasy defense in most of my leagues. But they're similar to that uh, – to that Denver Broncos um, team not too long ago, you know, the, you know, the uh, no flight or no passing, whatever they call that shit. I forgot, you know, I'm getting too old for this shit. Um, 
But you could definitely run on their asses. And Latavius Murray, which was a former Raider, by the way, and he was a former Vikings, by the way. So the Bears are somewhat, you know, they're used to this nigga. Yet and still, yet and still, a top five defense in the league. They allowed him to rush the ball 27 times for 119 yards and two TDs. He's the big bat. He's not that fast. But geez Louise, it's the same Bears defense that gave up 100 plus yards for, you know, to a rookie. To the Raiders. So we'll see. We'll see how that division unfolds because Green Bay is currently six and one. And they just smacked my Raiders, you know, 42, I think it was 42 to 24 or something like that. And I'm not, I'm going to say this. So shout out to Chris and shout out to Dev. Um, I'm not surprised. And what I mean by that is I know my defense. Our defense is trash. Uh, but we do have a great offense. I didn't expect to put up that many points against that Green Bay defense. and But I did expect for Aaron Rodgers to go bonkers on us. I did expect it because it's Aaron fucking Rodgers. He's been nice since he was in college. You know, he's been fucking nice. <laughs> and he does. And that, that's and my criticism came from his role players. You know, um, he doesn't have. Well, I wouldn't say he doesn't. It's just that he didn't have any name quality receivers or running backs. He got two solid running backs over there, two solid running backs over there, reliable running backs over there, and he has some great receivers. They're not all pro receivers. They're not a household name receiver, but there are some niggas out there that's getting the work done, and that's all you need, and that's all I was saying. See, it's not all about the star power. It's about who's getting it done. Wells Welker, uh, Julian Edelman, those are not household names, uh, that, that my son might know or my wife might know, but to us, those are some solid ass receivers and we know why. But, you know, the Green Bay Packers don't have those names anymore, but they definitely have the players to get it done. And so shout out to them, man. I, I, I ain't gonna say I expected that, that, uh, that L, but, um, you know, I, I know I know the Raiders defense. So I expected to get shredded, but I also felt like we should have stepped up a little bit more because that was a statement game. Um that's it for football, but let's get to this basketball. Everything is coming west. Westward, ho. <laughs> Zion is out six to eight weeks. Bummer. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I I'm not gonna say I seen this coming. I didn't see it coming this early. You know, I personally felt like he, he's been injured since the uh, the North Carolina game where his foot came through the shoe. Shout out to Nike. Um, they probably lost that. They probably lost that that day. They probably lost that endorsement that day. Well, I mean, technically they didn't lose. He signed with Jordan, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, uh, six to eight weeks. Um, they got the Lakers 2.0 over there, so... It's still going to be entertaining over there in New Orleans. Still going to be entertaining. No no doubt about it. But opening night, I need to see everybody, you know. And I'll get to that in a minute as far as the Lakers and the Clippers. But I need to see everybody opening night. That's where, I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. And don't compare it to, don't compare it to Blake because I don't think Zion is as good as Blake, Blake rookie. I don't know. And, and stop with the hype. Just stop it. I mean, I get it. He's a 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, power forward that can jump over the backboard. He can shoot the three ball. Let's put it like this. He's not a shooter, but he can shoot the three ball. Uh, we already know he's going to spin left. 
So it's no, don't do that. And don't disrespect Blake like that. Don't do that. Um, get well soon, Zion. We need you back. We need some highlights. And uh, rest up for the dunk contest. Just, just do that. Do that for me. Um, Cats got paid. Cats got paid. Cats won't be playing opening night. And Cats is stuck in, in situations that they shouldn't be in. So where do we want to go from here? Let's start with the cast that got paid. Uh, uh, Pascal Siakam got paid. Everybody, it's, it's a lot of four-year deals going around. As a matter of fact, it wasn't nothing but a lot of four-year deals running around. I'm surprised at the Spurs. So CL, uh, if y'all happy, I'm happy. I don't get it, but I'm happy. Uh, y'all, y'all paid Murray four years, 64 mil. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I'm not used to the Spurs passing our bread like that, but. If it works for y'all, I guess it'll work for me. The Kings, the, the Buddy Hill, who started all this shit, whined about, <laughs> about getting paid a certain amount. He actually played himself, but 86 mil, four years, 20 mil, and then sensitive, uh, uh, sensitives, and, um, I don't think he's gonna be getting that 20 mil. I'm sorry. Making an all-star team, uh, making an all NBA team, making it to the playoffs, all that shit. I don't know. The Kings, there's nobody else over there to pay, so I get that part. But see, there's a difference between playing, paying for somebody's talent and paying them because they're just there. I don't think he, look, who am I to criticize an NBA player? First of all, I'm on anybody's side who wants to get paid. But should he be getting paid that much? I don't want to hear cats complain about. Getting a ring, making it to the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. I don't care if they make it to, to the first, you know, they get to the first round or whatever. If you don't make it out of the first round, I don't want to hear about nobody bitching and complaining when you just took a bag. When everybody know Golden State, pay cuts. Miami, pay cuts. The Spurs, pay cuts. That's why I'm surprised at this bag, but you're taking pay cuts. And the reason why you take pay cuts is so you can spread that wealth for greater talent. Right? LeBron did it. Wade did it. Bosch did it. Steph did it. Uh, Clay did it. Draymond did it. You know, Duncan did it. Everybody had to do it in order to spread that wealth amongst the roster so y'all can go after a championship ring. So everybody else that's taking this bag, especially in Sacramento, Sacramento, they are not projected to win a title within the next 10 to 15 years. You heard me. I said it. As well as Utah, and let's get. You know what? Before I get to the rest of the cats getting paid, let's let's just address this. So, and the reason why I'm bringing this up because Pistons wave uh, Joe Johnson. A lot of cats was happy that he made a roster. Now I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all was one of those like, "Yo, Joe, get back in the league. You can still play." At the same time, yo, these niggas is my age. These niggas is my age, and y'all are out here protesting for Melo to be on the team, but Melo got to sit his ass down. Yo, it's only five teams out here that Melo could play for, but he would have to come off the bench. So what offense do you plan on this nigga being a part of? And I love Melo. I had to fight for Melo coming out of Syracuse. The nigga hasn't played defense since he had braids, and a baby blue headband down there in Colorado. So what are we talking about? 
Just because a nigga can get buckets, that's it. Don't get me wrong. I know it's not niggas playing in the league. They're not playing defense in the league. It's probably a handful of niggas that's playing defense in the league, right? I get that. I understand that a lot. I understand that. But is this nigga going to come off the bench? First of all, you don't want him coming off the bench for a Phoenix team. You don't want him coming off the bench or being the starter. Like, that's the thing, though. So let's chalk up the whole bench talk. He wouldn't make any sense for him to come off, uh, I mean, to be a starter for a team that's not going to make the playoffs, right? That eliminates a lot of teams. You don't want him to be a starter for a playoff contender team because you know damn well they're not going to end up uh, in the Eastern or the Western Conference title. You probably have about four teams on the West that you consider making the Western Conference Finals, and there's about three teams, three to four teams, Max, that's going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Every other team under that, that's a solid that's a solid seven to eight teams. A solid seven to eight teams. And one of those teams he already played for, which wouldn't make any sense, that's Houston, Right? Portland, mm, would you want him to start for Portland? Like, where would he fit in? Because everybody knows the bulk of that offense is coming is coming through their backcourt, right? Okay. So with that said, that leaves the Lakers and that leaves the Clippers. Me personally, he's not start. He's not the, start, the starting three for neither one of those teams. He can come off the bench, but he's better off coming off the bench for the Clippers. Because he's not going to sit up there and start over Kuz. He's not. Now, neither one of them played defense, but as far as offense, I'm not saying Kuz is better than him in offense, but that nigga's getting up the court faster than him. And, and we already know that our, our, half court off, our half court offense is going to be geared around Braun and AD. Now, unless you're talking about sticking this nigga in a corner for somewhere to spot up and shoot, all right, the nigga still got to play defense. All right, now you go over there to the Clippers. PG-13 going to be out for a cool minute, but he'll be back soon. I'm not sure if you want him to start over there with the Clippers to slow down anything. Coming off the bench will be phenomenal. Now you go over there to the East, they need all the help that they can get. I'm sorry that the East has to make it to the finals, but apparently they do. Could he be a starting small forward over there in Milwaukee? I guess so. Would it make a difference? Absolutely not. Coming off the bench, it would be a disgrace seeing him in the Milwaukee jersey coming off the bench. What about Philly? I think Philly is the best fit next to the Clippers. Uh, coming off the bench, yeah, I can see it. They could definitely use the help, firepower off the bench. As a matter of fact, these top seven to eight teams can use his firepower. But where would it make sense the most? Chalk the Boston Celtics up. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? They just paid Jalen Brown. So, I mean, we see where their focus is at. They got Kimbo over there. They got the Great White Hope. I guess so. They're going to battle over there with the rest of them bums in the East, and then we're going to see how that goes. But as far as Philly, I don't believe in them as well. They're trash, but they could use all the help that they could get too. I mean, they basically got a they got a cakewalk. I mean, unless they bump into Milwaukee, it's, it's going to be a battle between Milwaukee and Philly because nobody else is over there. As a matter of fact, I just got a phone call the other day. That's a couple of uh, Coliseum Coliseum teams. If y'all don't know what that is, that's a couple of high school teams we got out here: Crenshaw High, Lock High, Fremont, Dorsey. I think a couple of those teams going they're going to replace a couple of Eastern teams over there. Um, but other than that, I don't know what, bro. And I love Melo. But all this mellow 
Joe Johnson. Nah, the niggas is old. That's just what it is. And this, don't get me wrong, this is the weakest generation that we've ever seen in NBA history. Trash. I'm talking about trash. These niggas can't play over 50, 60 games. Low management is a thing. It's actually a trending topic on Twitter, too. So it's a thing. You, for you to play over 60 or 65 games, you're a unicorn. You know, everybody has questions. AD, LeBron. LeBron got injured. His biggest injury was last year for the first time in his life. AD has been injured his whole life. Kawhi has injury issues. Paul, um, Paul George, PG-13, he just came. He, well, he's not even back yet, but he just had two surgeries on both of his uh, shoulders. That's both, in the, that's both in the West, four players in the top ten. You know, then you can go back to Houston. Melo's not going to Houston again. Unless they on some weird shit, I guess. But no, that's not going to happen. And then you're going to have him come off the bench. Come on, man. Chalk that up. Let's get back to this money, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, Celtics, Jalen uh, Brown got four years, 115 mil extension. I don't know how that's going to work out. Buddy, like I said, got the four years, 86, 20 mils. Um, uh, what else we got? And yeah, we had we had us. Uh, uh, Pascal had four year extension, and then uh, Murray he got sixty four mil. So Cass got paid, right? Cass got paid. Uh, the season starts tomorrow. The Civil War starts tomorrow with the Lakers and the Clippers opening up. Um, we're gonna see how it go, man. We're gonna see how it go. AD is over there with Bron. It seems like their chemistry has been rocking. Uh, a lot of people have questioned the guard play. I question them. Um, the Clippers have questioned that their guard play. Now they got Pat Bev. Don't get me wrong. And he going to play defense. But he also going to give you about eight points. So, and he's not a lock master. But he will play. He's the one that will play at effortless defense. He will go out there and play some defense. Uh, it's just like the Bears defense. They going to give up a lot of points. <laughs> They gonna give up a lot of. Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. I mean, you know, when you revamp and you get one of the best, uh, probably the best small forward in the league, and one of the other top small forwards in the league on the wing, like they got a killer swing uh, combo over there. But that's where it stops. Not big on their guard play, and definitely not big on their five man. Uh, love Zubak though. You can come back. We can use you coming off the bench. But nah. Nah, I have questions. I got questions for my own team, but I definitely got questions for everybody else's team. And I was I wanted to do the whole duo thing, the top duos in the league, but I'm going to hold off on that until probably next week or somewhere in the near future for the top duos in the league. Uh, I don't have an MVP right now. My rookie of the year is probably going to be Morant, most likely. It's probably going to be John Morant off the gate. Everything else is going to have to wait. Cause I really didn't give it too much thought, but I do have some top duos. I do have to work on my MVP of the league. Who's going to be the best team in the league? I don't know. Everything is wide open. Everything is wide open. Even though I, I only see seven strong teams in the league, maybe eight, maybe eight. And most, and the bulk of it is on the West side. Cause it's Westward. Um, the West is getting shit done. Once again, I don't have any, you know, I, Look, if the East didn't have to go to the finals, I wouldn't pencil them in this year. 
If I had to, it'll probably be a Civil War Figueroa battle between the Clippers and the Lakers. Um, I somewhat like Golden State. I'll put it to you like this. They can go anywhere between a fourth seed to not making the playoffs. I really believe that. Uh, why? It's because once they zero in on the chef, that's it, bro. That's it. I like D'Lo being there, but it's just pure entertainment services. That's it. That is it. Other than that, no, when it comes down to it, once you get to midseason and then late in the season when you jockeying for position for playoffs, I don't see that happening. They're going to zero. And don't get me wrong, Steph is going to end up being a top five point guard of all time. I'm sorry, he is. He got everything. But that nigga's not good enough to carry a franchise right now like that. No, he did it early on before KD got there. He's not going to do it after KD. Nah, he's gotten older. Clay is not there right now, and D-Lo got too many tattoos. So that shit not going to work. I mean, it's going to work. It's going to be fun to look at, but I don't think it's going to work. And I, they may trade that nigga uh, by the trade deadline. So we'll see. We'll see. Houston, that's the coldest Drew League backcourt we've ever seen. That shit is going to be fun to watch. It's definitely going to be fun to watch. AD and Braun, shit, it's going to be the same thing as for the Clippers. Stay healthy, nigga. Point that point blank. I like the guards we got because they complement the team that we have. I don't think we need a top 10 point guard to be relevant. Um, give me the guards that we have. I'm, I'm cool with that. And as long as we can stay healthy, I mean, that low management, like I said, is a real thing. So I, I actually can't wait till they start using this shit because I know AD Hasn't played a full season and God knows when. And like I said, last year was a pretty much scare to Bron's career for having that huge injury that he had. And he had to carry a AAU team, which wasn't bad. They just, you know, it just, it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. They didn't pull through towards the end of the season. Playoff Bron. <laughs> Playoff Bron. Uh, very critical of Bron because he's in a Laker jersey, but I got to believe in him because he's in a Laker jersey. Um, and that's it. NBA season is back. Westward, ho. And uh, we're going to see what it is. Top duos next week. I'll holler. Oh, before I get out of here, shout out to my boy, Just. I did say I was going to give CP3 a whole little moment. Yo, OKC, you really going to sit there and watch my boy rot in OKC? He doesn't have that much thread on his wheels, baby. He doesn't. So unless he pull a Barry Sanders and just say, fuck it, I'm out of here, I don't know. But that's one career. That's one season that he's wasting as of right now. Just said he wants him to go to Miami. I have no idea why. I have no idea. He Going to Miami is a better opportunity for him to stat pat. But what? So my thing is, I sent in a question to Above the Rim. Shout out to my boy, Just. It's, it's, it's go time. Like, it's go time for all the top point guards. All the top point guards, and, and including him. And he's on the downside. But he's still a, serv- a serviceable guard in the league. Now, I made a joke a while ago, but I was serious, that the only way he can, the only way CP3 can win a ring is if he's on the same roster as LeBron James or Tom Brady. I'm not lying. Am I lying? No, there's no other place for him to go. Now he can go back to the Clippers if that relationship is, if he can sab- you know, salvage that relationship, that's cool. I think that would probably work out and that might put them over the edge. Maybe. 
But he got him. He got to play the whole season, and he got to make it through the playoffs. But other than that, where else would he fit? Milwaukee. You can't over. You can't get that spot over there in Philly, and you can't get that spot over there with the Celtics. So Milwaukee would be the best fit, and that would be the only top team in the East that you can play on. You come west, they got a spot over you, spot over there with the Clippers. You go to the Clippers, you very well may have. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure if he'll have that starting spot over here with the Lakers. Shit, they might not even start you over Pat Bev. What I'm saying is, is no disrespect to his legacy, but it's just like Melo. It's time, my nigga. You either sit down and come off the bench, or you sit down. <laughs> Point blank. That's just father time. My nigga's undefeated. Nobody has beaten that nigga. Tom Brady has came close. Tom Brady's actually beaten father time right now, but even he will lose. So I'm sorry, Just. I know you're pushing for your boy, but he may have made some of the wrong moves. And right now he's in that Barry Sanders mode, right? Like, bro, I need to get out of here. And OKC is holding on to this nigga for what? And Miami is not the best move, Just. I'm sorry. That shit ain't, I mean, what, do you want your boy to get a ring or not? On a serious note, I'm not worried about him making it through the season or making it through the playoffs, but what's the point of him going to Miami? I need to know. If you sincerely can talk to me and say Miami has a great chance of making it to the finals and beating the West, I'll drug test you, but at the same time, I'll understand if that's how you feel. That's not the case. That's not the case. So let's not even go there. Lakers, Clippers, Milwaukee, and that's probably it. As far as Melo, Lakers, Clippers, maybe Portland, Milwaukee, Philly, and probably Boston. And most of those, you're coming off the bench. If not all of them, you're coming off the bench. You niggas better start humbling yourself. Or else, I mean, look, Jess, I know you salute to CP3. You got to humble yourself because that is, yo, them tires is running low, baby. <laughs> them tires, them th- that thread is running extremely low. Speaking of the thread, shout out to the thread. NBA season is back, fellas. Rory, where you at? What's your favorite team?